Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's episode nine of Maybe Baby. We are over halfway through the series. Yes. I'm Kate. And I'm Bodge. Hello, handsome. It's Friday night and I am going to bed straight after we finish recording. I'm talking 9pm hitting the sack. Do you remember when I used to be fun? Well, also, you say this all the time. You say, I'm going to go to bed at nine and you never do. It always ends up being 11.30 and you end up doing something else. So... I'm not buying it. I'll just let you say whatever you want. I do remember when you were fun, but it's just a small trade-off to bring life into this world. It's very mushy, isn't it? It's cute. It's a bit mushy for me. No, I am pregnant. I'm tired. Sacrifices. But do you know what? It's not the pregnancy that's making me tired. No? It's work. You are busy. It's all the jobs I've been doing, all the cleaning. By the way, we need a new dustpan and brush. I can't find it. But it has been a bit of a a bit of a shitty week, hasn't it? Let's be honest. Lockdown in England is over next week. Most of us are going to be back in tiers two or three. We've had to cancel our trip to Dorset with the family for Christmas because sadly there's one too many households. If you're feeling down as well, you're not alone. Yeah. To be honest, we both expected, I think you're the same as me, for lockdown to go on for about six months. Do you remember we first went into lockdown back in March? I never thought for a second though that I wouldn't be spending Christmas with my family. I feel like Christmas is like The Purge. Have you seen that film? No. You just get 24 hours, you can kill whoever you want. We did watch The Purge. Do you remember that? Sorry, I thought you were saying The Perch. Okay, not The Perch. <laughs> no, that was a film about birds. <laughs> no, The Purge, we can kill whoever you want in 24... 20- I'm not saying that's what Christmas will be like. That's what Christmas is normally like. You want to kill whoever you're with for 24 hours. So it's slightly the same. And you try and see as many people as you can over that period. I reckon what we'll do is a drive-by hello. Tell you what we could do. Go on. We could go to my sister's and if she gets herself a patio heater for the garden, we can sit in the garden. Yes. With blankets. Yes. God, it's going to be shit. It It is. It's going to be shit. Ah, It's only one year. It is only one year. Do you know what they found? A vaccine. This time next year, we'll be preparing for a normal Christmas. We hope. Until the next thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably for the best, though, that I'm not seeing my family this Christmas because they've all been proper knobbers this week. Oh, here we go. Oh, they have. I'll tell you what, when the lawless fall out, it's nuclear. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't create a new form of COVID when you all fall out because there's so much anger there. You're just like, oh, it's like, I'm surprised it doesn't just state a new disease that kills everyone around it. Let's not go there because okay. you know what? My blood will boil and I don't need this when I'm pregnant, right? They're very angry. There's a lot of smashing everyone's faces in. I don't except need no one this does. when I'm pregnant. Yeah, you don't. Take a deep breath and find your happy place. <laughs> I think your happy place is in a boxing ring is the problem. Here's something to cheer you up if you're a bit frustrated about covid go on this week parents have revealed the most absurd things they've had to do in order to avoid their children having full-on lockdown tantrums now the lockdowns they've been a huge challenge for many parents all over the world but there's always something to laugh about and after reading these right 
I can't wait for the day we have a child who forces us to do something we really don't want to do, but to avoid a meltdown, we're going to do it anyway. Like eat sand. <laughs> what? Yeah. Who ate sand? A mum at the beach. Well, I think at the beach, yeah. I was going to say the last place you want to eat sand is like... You might have a sand pit. What's no, your problem? Imagine how unhygienic sand pits are. Imagine how unhygienic beaches are. Beach is more hygienic than a sand pit. Well, agree to disagree. No, I bet you. Imagine all those kids in a sand pit just... Way more people visit a beach than visit your sand Yeah, pit. but then the sea rolls in, the tide rolls in, cleans it, comes back out. There's no tide on a sand pit. There's just kid shit everywhere. This is Maybe Baby, where we discuss babies and beaches. <laughs> so I asked parents on Instagram what they've had to do in order for their child to not have a proper lockdown tantrum. Yeah. Or just a general meltdown. Yeah. One mum said, I allowed my child to continue clapping for the NHS well after everyone else had finished. Very community-minded, that child. Very much, you know, thinking about others. Jodie said, I got on all fours with a belt around my neck so my daughter could walk me around the house like a dog. I'll be honest with you, I didn't think that's where that was going. But oh, how predictable. That, no comment. No comment. Vicky had to put herself on the naughty step. What did she do? I don't know. You don't know, she just did. But she did it to stop her child having a tantrum. All right, mummy, we'll go and sit on the naughty step if you stop crying. You've lost control, Vicky. That's what's happened there. I had to agree with my daughter go that on. there are 30 seconds in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Is this what it's like with kids just really... Just illogical people, just like <laughs> chatting nonsense. Illogical little people that you have to agree with. Yeah. This one made me laugh. I had to do an Easter egg hunt in August. <laughs> I can see that happening because let's be honest with you, the main driver of that is chocolate. Of course. I had to call my youngest son Blue Robot for two days. I mean, he's being a prick there, isn't he? <laughs> let's be honest. He's just being difficult. I had to play hide and seek in B&Q, pushing said child in the trolley while my husband did. <laughs> so the husband went off and hid and the kid was in the trolley with the mum. Yeah, playing hide and seek. That sounds a lot like the husband wanted some time to himself. <laughs> Joking, had a little chat with the kid. He went, right, let's play hide and seek when we get into B&Q. He's gone straight to the... I don't know, what do men like in B&Q? Sheds. Tools. So this week's episode is summarising the second trimester as I'm about to enter the third. Exciting times. The final hurdle, Bodge. How's it been for you? How's the last 12... Is it 12 weeks? Yeah. Do you know what? Overall, I've bloody loved it. Have you? Yep. Like everybody said I would... Everybody said after the first trimester, get that out of the way. The second trimester's great. Is that why you stopped shaving your armpits? I didn't stop shaving my legs my are another story though. However, when I went to shave my pansy, <laughs> I couldn't see it. That was That is a second trimester thing I wasn't prepared for. I think that's a third trimester thing as well. Yeah. I think it's going to get further and further away from your line of vision. I went to shave it like I normally do and I thought... Shit, I can't see my vagina anymore. Ladies, tell me, do men help at this point? Because I don't think it's reasonable, but I also know that... I would never let you near my vagina with a razor blade. I don't blame you. I wouldn't have a fanny left. I, I wouldn't let you near my penis. That would be a disaster. There'd be no more kids. Um, so yeah, I've really enjoyed my second trimester. We thought it would be good to start preparing ourselves in the second trimester as well. Start preparing ourselves. <laughs> oh, we should probably start, yeah. Well, tell me how many books you read in the first trimester. Three quarters of one. Yeah, same. Half yeah. of one for me. Yeah, well. But when we were offered the chance to do a hypnobirthing course, we thought about it. I thought about it. And I thought, you know what? We've got nothing to lose. I'm chuffed we gave it a go, Bodge. Because no, I love it. What did you first think when you heard me say the words, I think we should do a hypnobirthing course? 
Uh, one of the things you said was uh, it's six hours on Zoom. And at that point, I lost interest. But, you know, I thought, be open-minded, give it a shot. And we did. And it was really good. Also, big up Emiliana from the Mindful Birthing Group because it was such an interesting and eye-opening course. We did it over Zoom. I know I feel a lot more confident knowing what to expect on the day I give birth. Yeah. And she was just so lovely. She had seriously good vibes. And that's hard to do over Zoom. It's hard to transmit good vibes in Zoom. <laughs> she did. She gave extremely good vibes. Great vibes. We'd like her to come and live with us for the first six months when the baby's born. <laughs> kind of unreasonable, but yeah. She also blew my mind when she said, from the moment you have your spinal block, it'll be about 15 minutes until you meet your baby. Straight in. Just one sharp knife, <laughs> straight in, bish, bash, bosh. Sewing you up takes longer, doesn't it? But that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I love that she also gave us a new term for what I'm going to have. It's no longer a C-section or a cesarean. What is it, Bodge? It's an abdominal birth. I mean, okay, I'm not one for renaming things necessarily. Why do I feel like I want to suddenly punch you in the face? I mean, this is just regular. <laughs> this, is, this has been the last six months and last seven years. But... Okay, it's fine. If it makes you feel better, that's what's important. I actually don't know what to say. I'm livid. I thought we were calling it an abdominal birth from now on. Do you want to call it abdominal birth? We'll call it abdominal birth. Are you going to call it an abdominal birth? Uh, For the sake of ease, I'll call it abdominal birth. But you don't want to. You want to call it a C-section. Does it matter what I want to call it? It's happening to you, not me. It really does matter what you want to call it. Because a C-section and a cesarean sound so surgical. They sound so medical. And yes, I'm having surgery, but it's my birth. So from now on, we are calling it an abdominal birth. (laughs) Whether you like it or not, sunshine. If you can't see now, she's got a knife to my neck. (laughs) It's the one they're going to use for the C-section, so I'm just going to comply. Please, can I have a Turkish delight? I'm really craving a Turkish delight. Right now, in the middle of the They say that cravings come back at the end of the second trimester. Do you want to get up and get that now? Just a quick one. (laughs) I'm so sorry, babe. I just really... I am. Because we're in the middle of a podcast and I'm really craving a Turkish delight. Oh, babe, there's nothing left. No, there is. No, there's a bag there. with two. No, there's no, they're at the front of the... No, they're all gone. They're not. No, they're all gone. You are bullshitting me. <laughs> this yeah. is bullshit. Well, I love the panic. Oh, there's a rose and a lemon. Chuffed to bits, mate. Do you want one? Oh, really? Tough oh. shit, you're not having one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pay for that banter. Okay. Which one do you reckon I have? You had rose. Yeah. Leave me the shit one. <laughs> Typical. Typical. <laughs> oh, it's really nice. I mean, it's not as nice as a rose one, but it's really nice still. After you made me dinner. After I got it. Anything else? I'll be wiping her ass in trimester three. Too much ice in sugar. I don't like Harry Rettenap. Look how red I am. <laughs> Sandra! Sandra! I'm so red. Are you happy now? I'm so happy. Well, I'm glad to hear it. It is a thing. Cravings come back in the third trimester. Also mood swings. I mean... Watch out. Fine. You just have to suck it up, don't you? Let's go back to the hypnobirthing course, because this has been a major part of the second trimester for us. We found out there's no scientific evidence that eating or drinking your placenta is good for you. What would my mum say? This is bullshit. It's bullshit. Martin, you are not going to drink your placenta, you stupid idiot. Do not make it into pill. This is bullshit. But you know what? If you want to go ahead and do it, that's fine. It's just not for me. A bit like mushrooms. Or for science. It's not for science it's either. Not for- <laughs> it's not for science. So just think about that before you fry up your insides. <laughs> that is all I'm going to say. 
Just think about it. <laughs> Babe, come on. We'll have loads of listeners who have eaten or drank their own placenta. Some of my friends have turned them into pills and eaten them. I've been asked so many times, what are you going to do with your placenta, babe? If it's all right with you, I'm going to put it in the bin. But straight in the bin. One of those toxic bins. But some people look at you as if to say, oh, they're really, you know what, the benefits of your placenta. Who were we with the other day? Our friend Michelle, she shared her placenta with her mum, who was going through the menopause. Apparently, it's really good for menopause. I mean, I'll tell you what a good example is. I take turmeric pills every day. Yeah. Take two of them. Big pills. They're pretty horrible. They've got pepper in them who wants to swallow pepper especially at 7am yeah and i take these pills and they're meant to help with inflammation whatever else i thought to myself i don't feel any better you got told you had a syndrome the other day i got a syndrome i got gilbert syndrome this comes after having turmeric for a year this is what happens yeah this, this is and bullshit. you know what it is you can't do anything about it so why no i'd rather not know <laughs> cheers doc thanks for telling me he's like you've got this but there's nothing you can do about it. Just for clarity, we should explain what Gilbert syndrome is in case you I can't you're even remember. I think it turns me a bit yellow every so often. I did think when I first met you, you had a bit of a yellow tinge. Come Fit, now. but a bit yellow. Come on. <laughs> a bit like Homer Simpson. That was the street song that never made it. <laughs> oh, we also learned about vernix, which is what, Bodge? Uh, internal gunk that's good for your baby. Is that fair? I thought it was fanny gunk, didn't it's I? We fanny. both thought that when babies were born, all that white stuff over them was from your vagina. They're covered in candle wax. How wrong could we be? It's good for them though, right? It does look like candle it wax. It does, doesn't it? What is the benefit of vernix? Well, it's a protective layer on the baby's skin for a start. It develops on their skin while they're in the womb. Because think about it, they swim in the amniotic sac for like 40 weeks. Imagine how wrinkly they'd be. Yeah. If they didn't have this... Um, protection like a moisturizer. on their skin yeah it protects them from the fluid so the vernix contributes to the baby's having soft skin after birth ah. it also protects the baby's skin from infections while in the womb we also found out the vernix benefits a baby during and after the birth so emiliana said you should consider keeping the vernix on the poop nugget skin for as long as possible so delaying the first bath how far away are we from laboratoire garnier doing a vernix moisturizer it's going to be out next week before christmas why why i'm disappointed in the laboratoire garnier not a real laboratory the answer is antimicrobial properties bodge oh is it newborns have a very wow. fragile immune system which means they're more susceptible to illnesses breastfeeding helps boost a baby's immune system but it's not the only option so the vernix can protect a newborn from infections after birth as the coating contains antioxidants as well as anti-infection and anti-inflammatory properties. Bosh! Yes, that's what your dad calls me. <laughs> uh, I, I, listen, it's, it's all very good. I think what's really good is that we found this out yeah. and we can put this on a sheet, give it to the midwife and say, leave our little daughter covered in that white crap for at least... <laughs> I don't know, two to four hours? I'm, How long do you leave I it on? I forgot, I forgot, actually. We should ask him. It's written down, isn't it? It's written down. It's fine. But leave that stuff on. Um, we had our first mild panic, didn't we? Yeah. This week. Uh-huh. So far, I think I've been really lucky, haven't I? You've had an effortless pregnancy so far. Yeah. Because really, apart from like getting tired and stuff... There's been no problems. Every scan has been fine. Every measurement's been good. There's been no trips to the hospital. Yeah. So we went for a private scan last weekend to check the baby's growth and see the little poop nugget in 4D. 
Now, she was in slight transverse position, so we didn't really get a clear look at her, but we got some lovely photos and moving images. On the 2D scan, which is the traditional one, which you all know. The black and white grainy one. The black and white one. There's a really lovely moment where she was in there wriggling about and then she just did this big stretch of her arms and then her neck and she looked like Baxter stretching. And she yawned. I cried. I got very emotional. Do you know what's really nice is that when they started the scan... You started crying and I was like, what's up? And you went, I just love her so much. And I, I that really, I didn't cry because I'm not a crier. But inside there were salty tears in my heart <laughs> because it was just lovely. I'm, I'm so happy that you, that you felt that way. I'm just really enjoying seeing her at every moment I can. And she looks so You're going to be one of those mums that just stares at her sleeping, aren't you? Yep, that'll be me. At the age of 15. Like Big Brother fans on the live stream <laughs> years ago, just staring at housemates sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> the next day though we got an email from the sonographer apologizing that she might have overestimated the abdominal circumference and would i be up for going back to have another scan so she also said to you that the baby was in a transverse position so here's two things that we don't know about she hasn't mentioned that she's worried about them but then you started googling and saw all this bad thing about being in a transverse position and then about the abdomen being small and there's this moment which I'm sure every parent out there has had when you think something's wrong and your stomach just drops. Yeah. Like my stomach was just like, oh my God. And you don't know what to do and you panic because there's nothing you can do. Like if something happens to me or you, we can do something about it. If something happens to her, it's out of our control. I realise now what the next rest of my life is going to be like and it's hell. <laughs> so. So I emailed her back and I said, is there anything I should be worried about? And she just said... If I did overestimate the abdominal circumference, it may mean that it's too small for the gestational age. Therefore, your baby should be monitored more often by an obstetrician. My suggestion is to book another scan at your earliest convenience to check her growth again. And so, For free, though. She wasn't just trying to get more business. No, of course not. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought <laughs> the best thing to do... <laughs> Sorry. Carry trying on. to get more scans. Revenue. More sales. Leads. <laughs> so it wasn't that at all. She said, I don't want any more money. Yeah. I've hit my target for the month. (laughs) Anyway, I phoned my midwife who didn't answer the phone and then she was off for two days. So I phoned my local hospital and I spoke to the midwife there. She said, look, we don't usually start measuring your baby until later on in the pregnancy anyway. When is your next scan booked for? I said December 30th. She said, leave it until then. It's nothing to worry about. She was in that kind of frame of mind where she went, oh, you went private, did you? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, fine. Yeah, this is what it got you. But I, th- I think everything's fine, isn't yeah. it? What was lovely was that the sonographer emailed me straight afterwards when she thought something might have been wrong. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, and it was a lovely scan. We had some really lovely pictures from it, didn't we? And they gave us the baby's heartbeat in a teddy bear. Yes. That was so lovely. Yes, it was a weird sound. But the teddy bear was nice. We still need to give that to the dogs to see what they do. We've they're yet gonna, to do They're going to kill it, aren't they? They've they're going <laughs> to rip it to shreds. It's a bad start for the family. Um, but then the baby was really quiet for two days after the sonographer's email. And it was just a bad coincidence. I was really sad on Tuesday night because normally she is so active in the day. And she's so active at night between about half past 10, 11, 30 p.m. And it was around 11.45. I'd not felt her move hardly all day. You came to bed and you could see I was upset. And the midwife gave you the document about fetal movements, which says very clearly, if your baby starts to move less, don't wait, come into the hospital, phone up, get a scan. Let's check on it because, you know, if there's something wrong, they can catch it early. Yeah. 
that was a real moment. I thought it's midnight. Are we going to go to the hospital now? And super dad steps up, right? I said, no, hold on. Let me just try one thing quickly. <laughs> so I got down there near the hairy minge. Just because I couldn't see my vagina doesn't mean I didn't shave it. Well, okay. Well, you know, I had a better view, but never mind. <laughs> and I started talking to her and the baby, not the minge. <laughs> and <laughs> I've ruined a really nice moment now. And I thought, you know, I just started saying how much we love her, how we're looking forward to meeting her and, you know, some silly funny things. And you know what? She just started kicking away. Yeah. And I know that you might think it was a coincidence, but she had not moved for two days, hardly at all. And she started going to town the moment you'd been speaking for about three minutes. Yeah. It was adorable. There's two schools of thought here. One, she's responding to her dad's voice. You know, it's a moment of real love. Or two, she finds me incredibly boring but cannot escape. And we won't know until she's about two or three when she can tell us. So I've got a few years of feeling great until then. I think this is a good time for Let Me Blow Your Mind. Let me blow your mind. What's blown your mind this week, Bodge? Right, I want to talk to you about wet nannies. (laughs) Wait, wait before you Google it. Wet nannies. Also known as wet nurses, not much better. A woman can start to breastfeed another person's child even without giving birth. Can you imagine? Even if this person's never had a child, never, never had child, been never, pregnant. Nothing. Apparently it can happen. The wonders of the human body. That's pretty fascinating, isn't it? Yeah. That a woman can be child-free, having never given birth, having never been pregnant. But the moment that baby stimulates the woman's breast, milk could, could start to come out. I <laughs> Just my mind's blown. I've got to say, it makes total sense. Because if you think about... Before modern technology, before even kind of the 20th century, probably when you couldn't have formula, when you couldn't keep milk, you couldn't express. Yeah. It would make total sense that if a mother got sick or couldn't breastfeed or whatever else, then someone was there on hand to help feed that child. What about what the producer told us the other day? So we're filming a TV show at the minute. One of the producers said, my friend breastfed her son until he was two and now she has no nipples because he chewed them off. Oh, my God. Why would you let it get to that stage? You'd think after he did one, you'd go, enough is enough. Yeah, I mean, if you still wanted them to have breast milk, maybe express so they don't have to chew your nips. Oh, my God. (gasps) Now she looks like a G.I. Joe. (laughs) What? That is so broken. I can't even do it. Poor woman. Poor woman. She's got no nipples. But do you know what? She might be like, well, that's the sacrifice I had to make in order for my baby to be healthy. That's fair. Maybe that woman is proud of not having any nipples because she extended breastfeeding and she nourished her child. Is the other two kind of connected? I mean, if you saw a woman with no nipples, you'd be like, that is a soldier of the breastfeeding community. You wouldn't look at that. You'd go, she's just got no nipples. I wonder what's happened. Oh. Nipples. So that's blown our minds this week. So overall, the second trimester has been a joy. Uh, The little poop nugget has gone from the size of a duckling to a hamster to a baby hedgehog. As of tomorrow, she's going to be the size of a puppy. Is she? Mm -hmm. Is it all things we'd adopt? So it's good. (laughs) I think the best bits have been feeling her start to move. Oh, wow. I mean, her movements are just amazing. What was just a little jab before... Now it feels like a bit of a scrape, almost like uh, she's swinging a right hook or something. Yeah, or she's just like disco dancing. I can really dancing. feel it. I love that I've been full of energy. Like bearing in mind, we are not sleeping a lot in this second trimester. Not because no. of the baby, but because we've just got a lot going on. We're going to bed now, I reckon, at midnight every night. And then we're up at seven. 
And the other day, didn't I just go, no more? <laughs> I just had a little breakdown. I was yeah. like, I'm going to sleep. I can't. I mean, yeah, let's think of me here. My lack of sleep is the main <laughs> problem. <laughs> but I'm full of energy. Yeah, it's amazing. But you also had a couple of breakdowns. Like you've never been busier, which is fantastic, obviously, because we want you to be busy. But also I want you to be healthy and like calm. I'm going to take a break in the third trimester. I'm going to put my feet up. Promise. <laughs> There's no, you're not going to, though. You're not. The second half of the third trimester, I definitely will. <laughs> just just literally the day before I, I give abdominal birth. Yeah, just, just that day I will calm down. Yeah. Would you say I haven't been as hormonal in the second trimester? What are we paraphrasing the word hormonal for? <laughs> Because let's not beat around the bush. What is it then? Have you been more argumentative this trimester? <laughs> I'd say, yeah, I'd say it got to a stage the other day. I haven't been argumentative, have I? You should ask your family that. I don't know. <laughs> Considering you fell out with them on WhatsApp this week. Look, I've had to swallow it a little bit. Have I or haven't I been more hormonal? <laughs> I think you have. You have. Oh. So what have been the worst bits of the second trimester for you? Oh, let me see. Where do I start? Um, baby brain. Yeah. I, the other day I couldn't remember Ant and Dex's name and I called them PJ and Duncan because I couldn't... That's fair. That's fair though. I couldn't think of their names and I was like, you know, like the, the two most famous presenters on telly, PJ and Duncan. That, I don't think that's too much of a problem. Another downside of the second trimester, veiny eyelids, veiny legs. I just had my spider vein zapped at the Whiteley Clinic before I fell pregnant and they looked banging. They've all come back. Brilliant. They're covered in veins. That's not true. Veiny legs, veiny eyelids, also not being able to control wind from either end. It's really embarrassing because, <laughs> yeah. no, I've never trumped in front of you. And I've made, we've been together seven and a half years. And I don't like trumping in front of him. And I don't like burping either. But my She's goodness like a wind me. Machine. There's nothing I can so do about it. So many burps. Stuffy nose as well, man. For the whole of my second trimester, I have sounded like I've had hay fever. It's not yeah. fun. So that's the bad bits. What have been the surprises of this trimester? probably how much i've enjoyed the pregnancy what yeah well i have what you know i have i love my bump i love it growing more and more the 20 week scan was a little bit of a surprise when she said i have a low-lying placenta and that if it doesn't move up by the time i give birth i wouldn't be able to have a spontaneous birth i'd have to have an abdominal birth is that what they call it a spontaneous birth that's what Emiliana calls it okay. it's better than a vaginal birth the word vaginal is disgusting maybe i just like science too much you so that's do. my problem you big science nerd yeah but i imagine that would really upset some mums hearing the news that they wouldn't be able to give birth spontaneously because you know what for many women pushing a baby out that tuppence is a dream it's what some women i'll never be able to relate to that baby because i've got tocophobia yeah for some women it is their dream it's their life got like they want to push yeah yeah I understand but when that. i heard the news that i might not be able to didn't, didn't bother you didn't care so again another reason why this trimester your body been, working for you eh? the stars aligning babe mm. one thing i will say for the last week I really have felt like I've popped. I feel really pregnant and I'm starting to have those little, oh my goodness, I'm actually going to have a baby because honestly, I know I'm 28 weeks pregnant in a couple of days time. Yeah. But up until now, it just really hasn't felt like it is going to happen. I'm starting to feel nervous if I'm honest with you. No, I don't blame you. I, do you know what I've found really weird when you feel her move and you put your hand there and she's just kind of clawing or punching or whatever it is, but you can really feel like the, the foot or the arm, whatever it is, 
you think there's such a small amount of skin and muscle and fat in between us and her. And yet she's alive in there and we're out here. It does really blow my mind. Pregnancy is magic. It It is. It is just the most magical, mind-blowing experience. We sound like such idiots, like we're the first people to discover pregnancy, I know. But it is amazing for us still. Yeah. That's all we've got time for, but join us next week when we will be comparing spontaneous births to abdominal births, or as the handsome likes to call them, VJs versus C-sex. We're going to read some reviews quickly, though. Before we do, Tanya in Folkestone, fan of the podcast, celebrated her birthday this week, and she would love a birthday shout-out. Tanya in Folkestone, hang tight to Folkestone crew! Thank you very much. Okay, cool. I'm going to shout-out Bevo79, who says, I'm firmly on the no-baby side of life due to various reasons. But enjoying following your adventure. Love how honest you are both about not having a clue what you're doing. She's right there. (laughs) It's refreshing to see. Bodge is way too funny for sales. I wonder why you read that one. Interesting that. Good for you, Bevo. Thanks for your review. That's lovely. Shout out to first time dog mum. Big up Charlotte Hudson and Sal Al93. Thank you all for leaving comments this week. If you want to leave us a review, just head to Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to leave us five stars. That would be really lovely. That's it would the be biggest... really, really brilliant. It would be, it's brilliant. brilliant, really brilliant. brilliant. Bloody brilliant. It's really the best brilliant. compliment you can pay us. Thank go you. on, finish your G&T, son. Thank you very much. It's Love coming it. up to nine o'clock. I'm going to have a bath and go to bed. Thanks for listening. Catch you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.